Hey, school counselor friends. Are you looking to take your counseling program to the next level? Well, we have some exciting news for you. The Perks School Counselor Content Club membership. And guess what? For a limited time only, you can get half off our yearly membership or even try us for a special $99 six-month deal. But hurry, this is our Black Friday deal and it's only good until November 29th. So what exactly do you get with the Perks School Counselor Content Club membership anyway? Well, let me tell you, you get instant access to all of the Perks. That means you'll have access to the full library of lessons, groups, individual curriculum, games, decor, and everyday resources too. It's like having a treasure trove of counseling materials right at your fingertips. But that's not all because Perks membership also offers professional development that can earn you college credit. Yes, you heard me right. You'll be able to enhance your skills while earning credits towards professional growth. And here's an extra treat for you and your students, bonus seasonal resources that they'll absolutely love. It's the perfect way to keep your counseling sessions fresh and engaging throughout the year. But the best part, the Perk School Counselor Content Club membership gives you the freedom to really enjoy your job. No more spending countless hours planning lessons, groups, and individual counseling sessions. With the perks, you'll have everything you need to work smarter and not harder. So why wait? Take advantage of this Black Friday deal now and get your instant access to all our lesson plans, groups, and tier three resources. Plus the templates you need for building your counseling systems, access to our private Facebook community, live webinars, and questions and answers with me and Brandy, as well as all the downloadable materials that you can use right away. So don't miss out on this opportunity to elevate your counseling program. Once again, it's half off our yearly membership or a special $99 six month membership. But remember, this offer is only valid until November 29th. So visit our website today or check the show notes and join the perks. Your students deserve the best and so do you. You're listening to the Counselor Chat Podcast, a show for school counselors looking for easy to implement strategies, how-to tips, collaboration, and a little spark of joy. I'm Carol Miller, your host. I'm a full-time school counselor and the face behind Counseling Essentials. I'm all about creating simplified systems, data-driven practices, and using creative approaches to engage students. If you're looking for a little inspiration to help you make a big impact on student growth and success, you're in the right place because we're better together. Ready to chat? Let's dive in. There is no magic wand for dealing with behavior problems. All we can do is really examine the behavior and try to replace the undesired behaviors with more desirable ones. Today, we are really going to dive in deep into how we can help students with undesired behaviors, replace them with more desired one. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey everyone, Carol here. Thanks for joining me on our inaugural series of Counselor Chat. This is the place where we'll be talking about all the things that make the great work that you're doing as counselors even better. Because who doesn't want to learn new hacks to make life easier and our impact on kids even greater? So some of you might be wondering what to expect if you're listening. Well, Counselor Chats will be covering a variety of topics that counselors are asking about in our Facebook groups 
with a deeper dive into finding answers and solutions with walkaway strategies that you can implement in your counseling program right away. I also have some amazing guests lined up that will be sharing some of their counseling secrets to make your school counseling program truly shine. So go ahead and grab your coffee and get ready for some helpful tips from some of your favorite counseling peeps. Now, let's turn to today's topics. Working with kids who are experiencing undesired classroom behaviors and how you can help. Are you ready? Let's chat. How many times a day are you hearing, they just aren't getting their work done, or they can't sit still, or if they blurt out one more time, I am going to lose my mind. I don't know about you, but I hear this an awful lot, (laughs) really more so frequently than probably ever before. I don't know, maybe teachers expect you to have a magic wand ready to cast a spell to have every problem disappear. I don't know about you, but I certainly don't have this magic wand. I mean, it sounds pretty amazing, but it's just not something I have. I mean, if they did have one, I would be the first in line to snag one up. But really, it's just not something I have. What I can help with is a behavior chart or a check-in and check-out to try to help incentivize some of the desired behaviors, which hopefully reduce the undesired ones. Now note that I did not say behavior intervention plan, also called a BIP or a BIP. A BIP is a formalized plan. It's usually written into an IEP and is put together with a team as part of a tier three intervention. A BIP is also developed as a result of an FBA or a functional behavioral assessment, which are observations and data collections that are really used to more clearly define the BIP. What I'm talking about is similar in some regards, but it's not a formalized process. And it's more of a tier two intervention. Now we all know that behaviors serve a function and that's to get a need met. Our role in the behavior plan is to really help recommend interventions or strategies to address student needs and to help monitor their progress. The plan helps to get the student's need met by replacing undesired behaviors with more desirable ones. So in putting all this together and working on a behavior plan, here are my tips for helping. First gather some data. Knowing that there are undesired behaviors in the classroom is great and all, but they may need a little bit more clarification. A checklist for teachers can be really helpful. I typically ask between six to eight focused questions and ask the teachers to rate them on a one to five scale, one being always and five being never. This becomes our baseline data Oh, and also it helps us to really focus down on one to three behaviors that we really want to improve because we can't work on the laundry list of behaviors that they're giving us all at one time. So if a student is being referred for outbursts in the classroom or being emotionally dysregulated, I might ask questions like, 
Can the student verbalize when they are stressed? Or can students appropriately manage their emotions? Or can students ask for help when they become dysregulated? Now, if a student is being referred for lack of work completions, I might ask questions like, can the students complete work in a timely manner? Or can the students follow directions when given? Or does the student blurt out answers to a question without raising their hand? Once again, knowing the answers to these questions and seeing how often these behaviors are occurring really will be the focus of the work of our plan. The next thing that I need to do is to meet with the student individually. I like to give each student a student questionnaire and an all about me worksheet. This gives me so much information about them. While the all about me worksheet is fun, I mean, I can learn about their likes and their dislikes, their favorite colors, who they live with, the favorite food, favorite beverage. The student questionnaire, on the other hand, asks more specifically about their schoolwork. It'll ask, is your work too hard? Is your work too easy for you? Or are there things in the classroom that distract you? And I'm always amazed how honest students answers when they're asked these questions. And I find that these answers are really helpful in this whole process. And I do share the questionnaire with the teachers because this information is helpful for them too. After all, it is about their classroom. The third tip is to work with teachers to develop a plan. Teachers really have to be a willing participant. I mean, after all, they're the ones that are doing most of the work. With the plan, you have to decide what behaviors, remember, no more than two or three at a time, that you want to focus in on. And you can always change the plan as you go or as you see improvements. You also want to determine how often you want to incentivize the student. Because some can go a whole week, others a day, and yet for others, a half day is long enough. The next tip is to communicate the plan with parents. Let the parents know that a plan is being put into place and what behaviors you are looking to change. Some of the best plans work when parents and school staff work together to incentivize student behavior. I have one parent that drives an Uber and their student, they love doing the Uber with mom. And so if the student is, is great and earns their stars on their chart for the week, the student gets to go with mom as she does her Uber. And he gets paid a dollar for his hard work. And he is all about doing the Uber. So working with parents is really a fantastic way to help change those behaviors as well. The next step is to really incentivize the behaviors. I also love doing what's called a, for, a forced choice survey. Now with the survey, you ask students questions like, if you worked hard in an assignment and you think that you have done a good job and you were to get a reward for your behavior, which would you prefer? Would you prefer a bag of chips or that your teacher writes an A on your, on your paper? Would you prefer to have extra recess or would you prefer fun lunch with the teacher? 
or would you prefer to sit next to a friend or would you prefer to have your paper shown to the class? Now, every incentive needs to be a token or something that they can hold in their hand. But the incentive should really be something that motivates your student and rewards them for doing a good job. The next tip is to create a visual. A punch card, a chart, a token board, they are all immediate notification of how a student is doing towards their goal. And be sure to set reasonable goals. So if you're asking a student to do three things, to raise their hand, to stay in their seat, and to complete the assignment for each class, and they have eight classes in a day, they really have a possible 24 opportunities to earn a star, a smiley face, a sticker, something. And if a student can't do that at all to begin with, you might only seek a 40% improvement. But if they're already doing that 50% of the time, then maybe you're shooting for 70 or 80%. So 19 stars out of 24 on a daily basis. But make sure the stars are marked at the end of every class so that the student can see his or her progress. That is so important. Kids like to know where they're at, how they're doing. They like that instant gratification. The next tip is to progress monitor every three weeks. You want to see how students are doing with their charts and their incentives. And you want to also remember to go six weeks before making any changes. You really want to give the plans time to work and implement them with fidelity. But you really want to progress monitor and come together every three weeks just to see how it's going. The next is to work with students individually or in small groups to give them instruction on how to build their skills in the areas that they're working in on. So just like in a regular class, like math, kids need to be instructed and taught so that they can practice, so that they know how it works. The same with behavior. They need to be instructed. They need the opportunity to ask questions. They need the opportunity to practice. So as a school counselor, taking them in on a small group or one-on-one during this time that you're working with them, even if it's just a couple weeks, is a really great way to help make sure that they understand what behaviors you're looking for and how they can reach them. And last but not least, you really want to celebrate victories. Because even though students are earning incentive, you have to celebrate their victories with them as they meet their goals. So, and with teachers as well, you have to celebrate the victories. You guys are working as a team. Call the parents, let them know, hey, things are really great here. Maybe we can back this down a bit. Maybe instead of being rewarded every day, we're going to try every three days or every week, and you're going to try to wean them off the plan. But whatever it is, the plan works because you guys are all working together. Anyway, my friends, I 
really hope that this was helpful. I'm going to have some links for you in the show notes. Um, one of them will be the, the force choice survey, as well as some worksheets and things that I use with my students. Um, I'm going to run down those tips really quickly again, just so in case you weren't writing them down, you can hear them again. And <laughs> they're pretty, they're pretty easy. Okay. Are you ready? The first one, gather your data, meet with your students individually, learn a little bit more about them, develop, or excuse me, work with the teacher to develop a plan, communicate the plan with the parents, incentivize the behaviors, create a visual progress monitor every three weeks, work with the students to teach and instruct the behaviors, and celebrate your victories. My friends, I really hope that this was helpful to you and that you've learned a few things. Because this is a brand new podcast, I have a really big ask of you. If you found this information helpful, I would love if you could take the link to this podcast and share it with your counselor bestie or two so that they can listen to it as well. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, that would be great. Because this is a new podcast, we are down there in the search. So if you give us a review, it'll help the podcast come up a little bit so that it's easier to find. So when counselors are looking for shows of strategies and tips and hints and all that stuff that can help them, that this podcast will actually show up in their feed. So if you wouldn't mind leaving a review, I would love that. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I really hope it was helpful. Here's to making a big impact on student growth. Can't wait until the next time that we chat. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Counselor Chat. All of the links I talked about can be found in the show notes and at counselingessentials.org forward slash podcast. Be sure to hit follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, I'd really appreciate it. Want to connect? Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Counseling Essentials. Until next time, can't wait till we chat. Bye for now.